0: Tale of Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Heavenly Father, we are here to be endued once again. Baptize us with Your presence. Fill us. Make us overflow. We pray for revelation. Insight, depth, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Okay. So God bless all of you for coming. And God bless you so much, Pastor Kwame. Pastor Israel was calling me on the way. And I told him to... uh, That time Pastor Kwame was talking already. eh? uh, Oh, you did your thing. Yeah. yeah we are doing well Okay, oh. so open up your heart uh, if you've been listening to all that I've been saying you understand there's whole mystery concerning the incarnation of Christ you'll understand the need for a strong and a solid foundation. And you also understand the need for sonship. Or the need for progression in Revelation. Hallelujah. In the beginning, we realize that God made the heavens and the earth. And it says that all these things were without form of void. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So here we see the world in the midst of a chaos, and the Spirit of God was present to bring order, to bring things to light. And the first thing that we hear the Spirit of God speaking out or God saying is about light. Let there be light. So light is, is, is very, very necessary for our growth. Hallelujah! And when I talk about light, I'm not just limiting us to the physical light. No. I'm talking about light that is himself. He's the true light which lights up every man that comes into the world. Hallelujah. And it's the light that in the state of your numbness, in the state of your unconsciousness, you can still see Hallelujah.
1: In the beginning,
0: we realized that when the Lord made Adam, before the woman came into being, the Bible says that God threw Adam into a state of trance. Or he made what we call deep sleep come upon man. Even though it was a deep sleep, we realized that Adam was still so much alive in the sense that he was able to testify after the experience that indeed that which has come out, or that which God has made, which many will define that God took a rave out of out of Adam. is not necessarily rib. when you go into the word you are not going to do Hebrew and Greek, but if you go into the word, you understand that what it is was a side. Side. So, let's say, like, how we are bilaterally symmetrical. So, God took that. So, when Adam came alive, Adam spoke about how indeed this is the flesh of my flesh and the bones of my bones, not just rib, which might be a bone. So, Adam was thrown into that state and yet he had Abundance of revelation. Hallelujah. He had abundance of revelation. And he was able to know so many things. He was able to live like how God will make him live until what happened happened. Hallelujah. But in God's timings, in God's plans and all that, Despite the the nature of man, despite the wickedness of the heart of man, God still desires that man will ultimately reveal him. So, in the wickedness, in the goodness of man, the intention of God is that he should be revealed. Hallelujah. And it is the reason why the earlier you give yourself, or the earlier you make yourself available, uh, the better. Because if in the in the end you are still going to be a revelation of him, then why go through the chaos? Do you understand? That is what he said man was. And God has spoken. He said, Man is meant to be his image and likeness. And that was even the first Adam. Then the second man. Or the last Adam also came. And he is the express image of his person. And he says that as we have born the likeness or the similitude of this first soulish Adam, in that same manner we shall bear the likeness of this spiritual Adam. So he says that the first Adam was made a living soul. But then our Lord Jesus, he was made a quickening spirit or a life-giving spirit. Life-giving spirit. And he was the express image of this person. So, every man is meant to reveal God and every man will reveal God or else God's work will not be true. Do you understand? Every man must reveal God. So, the earlier you give yourself, the better or the journey will be longer. Hallelujah. People go to Tamale in 45 minutes. Is it 45 minutes? Or one hour? 45 minutes. Others would like to take the very long journey. But why take the long journey when you can have comfort? Or so you want to do a sketching? I think many people just want to have adventure. Like, they just want to... <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Money. Okay, 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 okay. So, the purpose of God for you is to stop. stop. God has spoken about you already. Stop the long journey. Eh? Stop the long journey. Wait, today, what happened? Where did I pass? Hallelujah. He's seen by revelation. Eh? Yeah. So we are good to go. Open to Hebrews 6. Tell your neighbor to stop the long, 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 long journey. Then. Stop the long, 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 long journey. You know, sometimes the excuses that you even make before God were not really that valid. Let's say that. You are supposed to move from here to the surgical block just here then god is waiting for you there and you say that oh, when i was coming I mean, there was traffic there was traffic and the, the, the road was very long i had to go and pass through last year i had to go through the outside the gates of of Kolebu and then pass through the back of kolibu to enter into Kolebu. many of those things just display how ignorant we are or how unyielded we are and it has its consequences but the end of it all is that you were meant to reveal god you must reveal him are you here with me you must reveal him and do not be caught up with traditions too much do not be caught up with many 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 traditions yourself. Give your body as instruments of righteousness. Are you here with me? Sometimes people do not know the kind of joy that we find in God and it's because of where they are. Hallelujah. To some extent some of you can appreciate that that, okay without him I do not really feel fulfilled. But even with that one cry you still know that you are not fulfilled meaning that you've not still captured the full revelation of what god has so you know that there's joy in god but then when you look at other things when you look at like what he mentioned when you look at the rich people and all that like you still feel that oh god is not enough for me it means that you are you are still lacking your scope of revelation it's still very deep and that is that is what is causing the decline in what we experience now in terms of our faith because when you compare with the early church fathers when you compare with the disciples the foundational apostles what at all did they believe in like such the. A man could give himself or a man will be happy for being beaten. A man will be happy for the gospel's sake. How many of you love your flesh? You love your body? Recently a guy, or a friend of mine, a good friend of mine posted on his status, and he reminded me of uh, primaries. He said when, when they say put your heads on the table when when your headmaster is going around or your your, your class your class teacher and put your heads on the table and then they are going around to king or most of you didn't experience anything like that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought you were not in my generation. <laughs> this generation oh okay those that went to international school they didn't experience that.
1: The
0: international school, you didn't experience that. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: put your heads on the table. It's like torture, your back. We had a we had a teacher, friend teacher. The only place she will be is your ear. Like your ear to your shoulders. Your ear to your shoulders. We had another crazy, crazy teacher. He 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 doesn't care. He can slap you. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. And he can make people. You see your old friend. They'll come and scratch your head and he's scratching your head god have mercy but in those days some will say that because they were highly religious that it's not really about that it's because of what they have seen it's not because of religion you know you know how when some of us people are so crazy about god and People feel that oh you are you you are lacking civilization, like you are too religious, or you are being overly spiritual. Your revelation is very deep. What well, yes, it means that you, you you have your extent of vision does not transcend this physical realm. You have no idea what is in the spirit. If your eyes are opening up, you understand the glory. Many a times, the glory seems hidden, and it is the very reason why Jesus appeared to his people. He was tabernacle, full of glory, and yet none conceived. You are saying glory, and you say that's a demon. You are saying spirituality and you call it gluttony. You are saying a man that loves people and you say that what? He loves sinners and publicans and he's always whining and dining. So, it's because of where they were focusing their vision on. They were not looking at the life, the, the, the purpose, that. The reason why the man came. He came that we might have life to the fullest. And it's the reason why they never experienced the life. Because all that they saw was what was outward. Say, the glory within. The glory within. Is dimensionless. dimensionless. Say, the glory within me. The glory within me. Is eternal. The glory, me the glory within me is unlimited. Is unlimited. Hallelujah. And, many, many, and as I'm speaking right now, many will still not, even people here, they will still not understand what I'm saying. But they'll say, that, ah, it is about the past. It's about the having fun. It's about being happy. Is that all you can do? Where is the heart? What do you focus on? What are you building? I'm not talking about physical houses. What are you building? Yesterday, I had a very sad story. And I was just wondering. It's not even about the war, but this one is just a local local problems here where the life of two people are scammers i don't think they were even genuinely scamming, but maybe something happened you know sometimes in the course of sometimes you get into a tight situation and uh, you might not be able to defend yourself that okay the money is missing or something like if you can't really defend yourself it looks as if you might have defrauded i believe maybe that was the case People can go to the extent of eliminating people out of the face of the earth. So in this thing that I'm talking about, a man was caught, and he was told that, oh, the agents that were working out the thing for him, his traveling thing. Uh, the agent has passed away and he has a hand in it. And he said, oh, hey, it, 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 he deserves it. Taking someone's life he was of the view that his, he has sweated and then he has been able to gather money to travel and then the people gave him fake documents when he calls, doesn't hear from them. He came to crowd to come and look for the people. He met the person then somebody came in, in between them then he didn't find the person again. Yeah. So the man said, okay, don't worry, he will buy him the ticket. Then but it wasn't long, then the man put his phone off. So now he's not reachable. And it was the thing was just three months. So three months. He said the visa that they said they have worked out, so it's just three months. And now one week is left. He said, Okay. If this is what you do to me, this is also what I'll do to you. And you see a nice gentleman not everything you see is, is 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 physical a nice gentleman like this dying a very very miserable death I believe some of these cases will get to the hospital they, they, they will try their best they, they won't see the roots physically they'll write something oh, okay maybe problem with your liver problem with that but the one who knows the actual cause, the cause of the cause, draws in darkness. Draws <laughs> <laughs> <Gross> in darkness. <laughs> the cause of the cause is there, you see. But what has what has it tell us? Like, what shall it profit a man? Like, I mean, why will you cheat? Why why will you kill yourself? <laughs> yeah, so 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 now I'm I'm just asking. So
1: why will you kill?
0: Why would you kill yourself by even cheating someone? Yes. Uh-huh. You see. <laughs> Another one I had and that one I think it was an MP or so. And they came the MP came to clear the place. It's like their land that they, they sell on and all that. I think it was it was public. And there I think the woman, I'm sure she might be the cause, she might not be the cause, but now they will trace they will trace it and say that you are the cause because you vowed in your heart that you are from the upper world, upper east or upper west, and you deal, you you curse it. Now the person is dead. You know, there are a lot of things that control the universe. Some by the Spirit of God, others by other influences. We need to understand that it's not all that latest that is told. I hear me. Many of the things that we we desire, they are very, very perishable. Like, so perishable. Very, very perishable. The greatest thing that you can do to yourself is to find yourself in the will of God. Hallelujah. Find yourself in the will of God and live for the will of God. Live. Like even what you eat, let it be the will of God. I hope you understand. I'm building on what I've built on already. So, Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of him. That's it. Many, many things. If God should open your eyes that like, this this is not valid. This thing, it doesn't count. This thing is cost 90. This thing is zero. No. Go in this direction. And surprisingly, many of the things that you might have even given your life for, all your time and all your attention for, might be nothing. So why waste so much energy? The will of God must be paramount in your life. Like it is something that you should give your life for. If, if it's worth dying for, the will of God. How many of you will be happy to announce that, okay, this is how Jesus showed me how I will die? I mean, but the, the disciples like it was the expectation, like showing them how how they would. Hey, so it's like as you as you are there, you are, you are walking in miracles. It's like you are you are also preparing to meet him. Yes, it's a serious matter. And, and many of those deaths, you, you, you know how we will even consider we will consider it here as how do we call it uh, strange death? Oh, why, why why should he die like that? You know, we, even Jesus Christ, you know, anybody that dies on a tree, it's like okay, you are cursed. So even Jesus Christ, they will tell they will, they will tell you that he's cursed. The best thing that can happen to you is to find yourself in the will of God. Mm-hmm. To find yourself in the will of God. So that it won't be just dissipation of strength, wasted efforts, and years. These things must count. They are, they are investments. You see, when you are, just as you do your investment here, and then you are anticipating. That nothing should go wrong. Everything should should become better. Or your expectation that in ten years' time the profit will be will be worth it. This is spiritual investment, and the outcome of it is something that it's like God has made it known to you that it is a glorious end. But many of the other things that we are doing, we are unsure. Hallelujah. Unsure practice. Like, you, you you are not even sure of the end. You can't even tell whether it counts or it doesn't count. The only benefit is that you have uh, gratification in your flesh but for a short moment. Life is very short. Momentary what? Gratification. Like, momentary. Because when compared to the vastness of, or the time standard in eternity, you realize that it is so momentary. This, it's, it, the scriptures describe it as, as vapor, or or steam. You know how it is like smoke. Like you can just see it for a while, and when it realize it's scattered into the atmosphere. It's gone. These are momentary. Let your investment. Be in, 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 into treasures that do not get wasted. Let your heart be on the right things, let your heart be on the things that are heavenly, let your mind be on the things that are glorious. It's not about the grand due. It's not about the, uh, how do I call it, the extra vacancy. You, you, you miss it. That is just a gratification for, for the flesh. E- every man seeks. But is it worth trading it for the will of God? If many of us were Jesus, with this mentality that we have, I wonder how, how difficult it will be for us when your your death has been revealed to you. The kind of death that you will die. What will you do? You will run away from it. You will run away. You will battle with it. But our elders will say that blow that is inevitably yours. The earlier you take it, the better, (laughs) because that is what it's meant to be. Make make it complete. Many of us make our journey of ascension so long. We make our transition into different dimensions of glory very lengthy. Because we decide to beat about the bush. We decide to take wrong routes from here to the surgical block you said you're going to pass through the mortuary then when you get there you have to go back to Lattapi Okoshi to find the route you come back and you tell that the journey was like five kilometers meanwhile it was just 100 meters and this has much glory. You see, if you don't think about so much about eternity, you, you, won't, you, won't, you can't relate with what I'm, what, what I'm saying. And, and the only way that you really know of these things that I'm talking about is when you separate yourself to know. Hallelujah. When you allow God himself to take you to that deep state of sleep. So that he himself can open your eyes. So now your physical eyes are closed and yet you are open up to what the revelations of the spirit. Many things concerning the secrets of the earth or even our physical living here. Do you think it's something that uh the apostles couldn't like they couldn't tap into? No, it wasn't, it wasn't worth they, they, their minds were like They were not thinking like us. As you are seeking and you are desiring him. Assuming he appears to you right now. And gives you an instruction. What will you say? Will you say, Lord, here I am. Will you say, Lord, here I am. And there are certain very difficult things that God can tell you to do. Even sometimes you even doubt whether it's the voice of God. As I'm speaking, some of the thoughts are coming to your head. Imagine what if God should say you should do, you doubt if it is God. Let's assume that let's say God has spoken. I'm just assuming. Then God comes and tells Brother Ken, Brother Ken, (laughs) my call upon you is you 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 you've underestimated it. It It's bigger than what you are thinking. So leave all that you are doing. Leave your father's house. Leave leave everything that you are doing. Say leave medicine. Leave 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 your phd leave leave your consultants like come and pursue how will you how will you fight with it just just ask us how <laughs>
1: you need to you
0: need to it, yes Is he god has to confirm it yeah, 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 yeah. i i tell you certain states that god can put you in eh? there Yeah so he said what is obvious that probably you might be thinking this is the voice of the devil imagine we need to Hallelujah okay let's go to our Hebrews. so i started teaching you something a little on. Melchizedek. So there are about eight things, seven to eight things that we can recognize in the life of Melchizedek which is very relevant to the ministry of our Lord Jesus and it's also that which is fulfilled in the one who believes in the one that God has sent. Hallelujah. So Melchizedek was a king of righteousness. He was the king of Salem Peace. He was the priest of God. He had neither beginning nor ending of days. Eternal life. He blessed blessings. He offered bread and wine. He brought salvation, redemption. He offered himself up. So. We can see kinship or royalty revealed in the life and the ministry of Melchizedek, kinship and royalty. We can see priesthood revealed in the ministry of Melchizedek and the scriptures make it clear that forever after the order of Melchizedek, he has been made a priest of God, talking about the Lord Jesus. And we also understand that as we are united with him, we have become royalty, and then we are a holy priesthood. Hallelujah. So you can see kinship or royalty. You can see what? Priesthood. You can see priesthood. Then we can see righteousness. So righteousness that comes by imputation and impartation. Righteousness that comes by imputation. So in the life of Abraham, scripture says that it was credited unto him or it was imputed unto him as righteousness because he believed in God. He started not at the promises of God through unbelief but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So, but in the life of the believer, it is not just imputed, David also spoke about it. Blessed is the man. So it's not just imputed, but also part of our being or part of our nature, also imparted. He is the righteous one. He is righteousness. And we have become the righteousness of God in Him because He actually took our place. Amen. So, What did I say? Kingship or royalty revealed, which is in the life of Jesus and also true in the life of the believer. Priesthood revealed in the life of Jesus and also priesthood in the life of the believer. Then righteousness, righteousness that comes by imputation and impartation which is what he offered. His nature is the nature of righteousness. And because. Of, our, of the assurance. The seal he has given to us. We also. Have his righteousness. So when he looks at us. It's his righteousness. That he sees. Then we can see. Salem, Peace. 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 So, in peace, we can see the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. We can see the ministry of reconciliation. We can see the full functioning of the divine graces and the mercies and the favor of God. Hallelujah. When you go into it all, you might have a few differences, but basically, it is grace, grace, mercy, favor. We can find it in peace amen and he didn't just leave us there but we realized that the reason why all this things came was because he offered himself up so he offered as an offering revealed in the presentation of the bread and the wine the bread symbolically representing the body of Christ of the body of jesus that was broken for us and then his blood or the wine representing his blood which was his life that was poured up for us so in him we have forgiveness the very forgiveness of our sins we find it in the blood of jesus i think at a more appropriate time we shall go deeply into that going to the the greeks and the hebrews of it so forgiveness is made available he brought us back so it's like you belong to him amen what many will say is actually economical term. like i'm redeeming my code i don't know whether you you, you if you voucher those vouchers you redeem like it's like yeah. so it belongs to you he buys he buys you back he bought you back like so he has purchased you Say so i belong to the lord Hallelujah. So, how many have I mentioned? I said what? Royalty, then priesthood, then righteousness, peace, which comes along the kinship and the system of the royalty. Okay. So, then the peace, which I said comes along with the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. With the ministry of reconciliation. Then, with that ministry of reconciliation, we know that you can find that aspect of redemption. You can find that aspect of sanctification or separation because it has to do with the pouring out of blood. Scripture says that almost everything in the Old Testament was purged by what? Blood, hallelujah. We'll go to the baptism of the blood, hopefully, maybe today baptisms. We'll talk about the blood, water, and the spirit. Yeah. So, then, what he did do, he made a proclamation in the life of Abraham. What did he say? He said he blessed him. Hallelujah. He said, blessed be the God and Father of the God of Abraham, the possessor of the head and the earth. He actually blessed Abraham. So now he makes real covenant of blessing or the blessing of no condemnation amen so he didn't just leave you there with kingship or royalty or with priesthood he didn't just leave you with uh, the imputation and impartation of righteousness he didn't leave you with uh just the ministry of reconciliation comprising of his His mercies, His graces, His favours. But then, it was also a ministry of no condemnation. It was a ministry of life. It was a ministry of blessings. Because blessings were proclaimed upon Abraham. And if you say that indeed, shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. You can imagine, it's not even talking about the physical blessings. Though there's a dimension of it inside that. The goal is is something greater and weightier hallelujah something greater and weightier it is about the seed of god it is about the life of god and not just that but he himself was an example of the life he said he had neither the beginning of days nor the ending of days no mother no father no one knows, no one can actually trace. That I was telling the people, probably it is shame, but uh, it's not, we can't fully establish it. But whoever he was, whatever was said about him in the scriptures, is that he had neither beginning of days, nor the ending of days. So if he had no mother, no father, meaning that he was not really born of blood, like as we, as the people of the earth." Though he had a body, flesh, and bones as a presentation. Meaning that he had immortality and eternal life. Hallelujah. So there we find eternal life, we find what? Immortality. And these things that I speak about, Paul has already revealed to us that this actually comes from the truth of the gospel the light of the gospel it brings it makes a real what do you call the internal life and to make it more more confusing more confusing and uh highly debatable is that immortality because this is where now it will begin to oh eternal eternal life oh i have eternal life in my spirit you can't say that but he speaks about the immortality dimension of it. Haven't you realized that in almost all the movies, a lot of the movies that you look, you look, those ancient movies, they usually look for, they are looking for a flower of life, they are looking for a tree of life, they are looking for the elixir of life, they are looking for a potion, be something magical potion. And in our days. In our days, even when it comes to science, science is really, really advancing. There's a lot in pharmacogenetics. Hallelujah! They, they, they just, they just want to find a way. Yes, it's a calling. Yeah. So, in, 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 the molecular sciences, they are trying to find out. Okay, what is it that is a man that actually causes the extension of life and all that? So they are catching glimpses and glimpses of it. They are They are trying to come up, but they are not getting it fully. What they say is that this thing is made available. He said, I came that you might have it and have it life to the fullest. So life in your spirit, life within your soul, and then life even in your body. And there is some evidence of it all in the scriptures. So we realize that from um, the beginning, we can see a lifeless, molded body that God breathed into. So, Bible was going to man out of the dust of the earth, and then he breathed into man the ruach, hallelujah. He breathed into man the breath of life, and then he became a living soul. So, we've seen lifeless becoming living, hallelujah. Then, in the Old Testament, we had a few instances where things that seemed dead came back to life. So, in the book of Romans, you can see how it confirms that he considered now not his own body now dead, hallelujah, even though he was advanced in age and all that. He still believed that he was highly potent and fertile and we could see the results of it. And then we also saw the raising back of, of, of the life of, of women or the children, children of women that passed away through some of the prophets. It's in the Old Testament, then even in the New Testament. Then, in the days of Jesus, he also did some, Peter did some, Paul did some. All were just glimpses of the life that was to come, all the powers of the ages to come. The fullness of of life within our bodies. So healing, complete healing, taking us into the realm of divine health, taking us into the realm of immortality. Do you get it? But those were glimpses. So now, in Jesus's days, we saw that after he also went down to the earth, he also came back alive. The resurrection. And not just that, so that you said, oh, maybe it's just one time experience it can be alive. But then there were others also that actually came up with him, also testifying that probably there's something really called the resurrection of life. If there's nothing like this, then indeed we are, of all men, the most miserable. Do you get it? So, So we have seen pines and first fruits and shadows of that which is actually to come, meaning that it is real, and we need to hold on onto this firm foundation. We need to hold on onto this word that God has been communicating to our spirits. Hallelujah. So he possessed eternal life, and he was a revelation of immortality. And because he is, he can also give. Do you understand? So I have come that you should have it and have it to the fullest capacity. Say, I have the fullness of God in me. I
1: have the fullness of
0: God in me. Say, my body, my body longs for expression, longs for expression of, the divine life. of the divine life. Hallelujah. So, many of us have actually underplayed or underestimated what God has given to the believer. And I always try to give you examples of it especially when you find yourself in the midst of the abundance of revelation, you are likely not to move into the experience of the revelation that you have received. So it is a kind of revelation which only becomes a uh, mental revelation to you. Hallelujah. But then you lack the experiential aspect of it. You see, sometimes it's, it's the abundance of oh, everybody's teaching, oh, tell you, we are all new creation, we are all that. So it's like, oh, it's normal. If anybody's in Christ, is a new creation. Oh, we are a new creation in Christ you have not taking time to go into the depths of it. You're not taking time. So a lot of people remain at the foundations and we are not able to advance into the realities of the life. But I pray that we will all begin to ascend into him. We will, we will understand these things. We'll understand these And these are the truth of scriptures that must be made available to all of us so that we will come into that reality rather than the experience of one man having light and revelation into that and then he becomes the superman and the only selfish guy on the scene. Do you understand the point I'm trying to make? But anyway, that's the nature of man. But we have not been called to be ordinary men. Hallelujah. We are not supposed to be selfish. That in itself does not reveal the the trueness or the faithfulness of God. It only reveals the selfish aspect of of our nature which is not consistent with scripture. Do you get it? Yes, so eternal life is made available, immortality is made available. All these things that I'm mentioning, you understand how, when you have a mindset of the Melchizedek revelation, how it connects to the elementary principles of our advancement in God. You understand when we go to say? Hebrews 6 because it was on this particular uh, Melchizedek uh, topic that is a year adult of hearing it's time for us to actually move on then started mentioning not again laying the foundation of this that, 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 that and all that okay so open to hebrew 6. so i've mentioned a lot of things ministry of reconciliation ministry of reconciliation i've mentioned the ministry of no condemnation I mentioned the ministration of life, eternal life, immortality, the ministry of righteousness and justification, forgiveness and redemption, royalty, kingship, and then priesthood. And just as all these are fulfilled in the Lord Jesus, likewise, is it fulfilled in all those that have come into union with Him. My time is almost up. So let's go to Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews. Hebrews. Are you there? Hebrews 6. So we are continuing exactly what we started. So remember, we are building something on how to become skillful in the Word of Righteousness. How to stop down when it comes to the hearing, you see. Okay, so the King James Version, I read Hebrews 6 1. It said, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Perfection, perfection is teleos. And is that what? Either let us move on to perfection, not laying a cave. The foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, and of the resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this will we do if God should permit. So it's like the things that the adult of hearing, which is the requisite for their maturity, he always keeps on telling them this will we do. So sometimes Emphasis is very, very important. You shouldn't get tired when things are being repeated. Amen. Okay. So now, many of the things that I've just mentioned concerning the ministry of Melchizedek, you can see its direct correlation to the things here. And when you read the Hebrews chapter 5, you see the link how it connects to the Hebrews chapter 6. Okay. So now the first thing he mentioned was what? Laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. I thought that we have what we call the works of the flesh, and then we have what we call dead works, hallelujah. And the dead works, the works of the flesh is even obvious, hallelujah. But then the dead works comprises more of these two, what we call the works of the law, and then the works of the flesh. But I will even want to focus more on the works of the, uh, the law, hallelujah. So, the scriptures already made it clear to us that when it comes to the law, if any man would depend upon his arm strength, the result is futile because the flesh is rather exposed. So, the law comes to expose the sinfulness of the flesh. Hallelujah. Meaning that if any man should depend on human efforts or exertion, he's not going to be successful in the pursuit of the life of the Spirit. Do you get it? So, God wants us to have a consciousness of His being. A consciousness of His righteousness. Are right, you here with me? And not a consciousness of sin. It's the reason why all these comparisons were made when you read Hebrews 8, Hebrews 9, Hebrews 9. Like When you read the entire book of Hebrews, you realize that He was just trying to make a point. It was like, I an argument trying to reveal truth to the people. That all these revelations we find in the Old Testament. All the slaying of the bulls and the cattles and and all the, all the things. It could not really complete. Or complete the, that work of cleaning the conscience of man. God is more concerned about your conscience. Hallelujah. Remember Paul dealt a lot with the conscience. Because there's a way it really... so much directed to your relationship with god even when paul was dealing with the conscience there were instances where he spoke about if you are you a brother you are going to eat something and because of your level of maturity that eating will cause another brother to fall then even would resist from doing that so now because of love you stop because when that person looks at you you said ah even even pastor is doing this or even pastor israel is doing this meanwhile from the point he is doing like. There's nothing wrong actually there's nothing wrong for instance let's talk about uh, food has been served somewhere food has been given somewhere and he has prayed over it. he doesn't even know where it's coming from he doesn't mind wherever it's coming from to him it is sanctified by the lord but someone is there and then he's seen that a, this is what they are doing traditional things and there's a baby christian trying to grow then he sees pastor israel just maybe eating some of these things now, that person will now, hey, how can this pastor be doing this? So now, if Pastor Israel is aware that such a person is around, the person that okay, let me just ignore it. For the sake of your brother not what, actually falling. Do you understand? So, even in our normal lives, even in our spiritual life, God is really concerned about the consciousness or the conscience that we have. And... The, the whole purpose of it all is that we may serve the living God. Hallelujah. It's not now time that you are coming. Instead of having intimacy and relationship with God, now it's like you have to now come and deal, now come and sacrifice bulls and goats, come and do washings and cleansings and baptism. It's like every time when you start now, then you have to go back because of the attack on your word, on your conscience. It impedes your advancement or your relationship with God. So, say, God is, concerned about my conscience. God is
1: concerned about my conscience.
0: Say, by the blood of Jesus, by blood of Jesus. and by the work of His Spirit, of I, have pure, I have a pure, clean, clean and a good conscience, conscience towards toward serving God. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, so let me be fast then. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Okay. So I said, dead works comprises mainly of two, two things. The believer is actually called on what good works. What you're calling, your foreordination. According to the foreknowledge of God, you are called on what good works. That is your inherent nature, like it is part of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But anytime there is no dependence on the Spirit of God, it becomes what, dead works. And if it becomes dead works later, You realize the end of it, and then it begins to even expose the weakness of the flesh. You sometimes end up walking in the works of the flesh. I think we are very familiar with the works of the flesh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when you go to Galatians 5, you see the fruits of the Spirit, and then you see the works of the flesh. But then, more importantly, the the dead works has to do with the things that are seemingly good. Hallelujah. Yeah, like... Oh, do not do this, do not do that. Okay, love this, do that, do that. Everything that appears good, that appears lawful in the sight of men and yet not done out of the motivation of the Spirit. And so when these things are done, God looks into the purity and the genuineness of our heart and, 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 and weighs it whether it is nothing or whether it is something of what uh, imperishable value. So God would want our works to be the original works, which are his good works. And these works, they have this characteristic. They are imperishable. They abide forever. They are recognized and acknowledged by the Spirit of God because it was done out of what genuine intentions, out of clean hearts, clean hands, pure hearts, pure spirit, good intentions of the heart. That is what God really loves. And this thing is supposed to be reflected in all that we do, even in our giving, even in our relationships, even in our workplaces, everywhere we go, that thing must be solid. That thing must must form the very pure foundation of our of our lives so always always when you you there needs to be that you have a good assessment of yourself that this part that i'm treading on is it coming out of a clean pure conscience is it coming out of a good heart it, Is the intention good judge the intentions by the light of god's word let god reveal let the word of god read your heart and reveal and expose all the hidden places let his light shine into them so that the works will be what they'll be pure be refined, they will be purified by the fires of his word. Hallelujah. Okay. Will we be able to, okay, so let me just mention it. And our faith toward, and our faith toward God. I spoke about our faith toward God. Faith toward God is not faith toward God with your own faith. It cannot be your own faith. It is because of the impartation of his faith. When it came to man, even when it comes to the issue of belief, he said he has dealt to each man the measure of faith. Do you understand? Therefore, now we see that building up upon your most holy faith by praying the Holy Ghost. So, God has supplied. So then out of the supply, you build upon. And even the building upon, the edification comes from him. Because it is an intimacy or an engagement or it is a positioning of your life to receive deposits from the Spirit you understand? So from that point, we grow, we advance. So his faith, the faith of God released into us as a result of his faithfulness, which we now express even in our walk as faith, which actually pleases him. So in this journey of spiritual maturity, it is of faith towards God, and not by uh, just, not by works, not by works. And yet, the faith towards God, which is as a result of the deposit of God's faith, will end up producing good word, works. Hallelujah. Because that is what you are called for. And that is the mystery that James was trying to explain. The connection between faith and works. Show me sure a man that has faith by the proof of his works. And yet Paul also argues that, that faith is different and then works is different. Remember the context, but see their the union here. Hallelujah. The deposits of god's value or god's faith in you igniting faith in you and therefore you have faith you understand he sparks up the faith okay then of the doctrines of baptisms i'll try and speak on this within the next two minutes so the doctrine of baptisms all other baptisms that you have heard of they were all shadows hallelujah so there were a lot of baptisms in the old testament almost everything when we talk about baptisms, we are talking about washings, cleansings, purifications. Hallelujah. But then usually when we mention the term baptism, the idea that comes into our mind is water. You can baptize anything at all with any medium. Do you understand? Baptism can be done with any medium. Once, that thing can be soaked or dyed into that medium. At the right time, we go into the Greeks and the Hebrews of it. So, all the baptisms from the Old Testament, the baptisms done by the blood, the baptism by the high priest, or the priests will go through before they proceed into the temple, the washings and all that, all the ablutions. And I think if I say ablution, you understand very well. Ablution, you, 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 you are familiar with ablution. So all the washings and the cleanses that are done, it was just shadows of that which is to come. Then John the Baptist came and then he came to reveal the baptism unto repentance. Hallelujah. So he came and told them that they should change their mind. Should change their mind because God is closer, God is God is nearer, and then He used water as the medium to baptize them. In the Old Testament, too, we have figures of baptisms. So he speaks about the baptism of Moses. Hallelujah. In the new testament he speaks of the baptism of Moses, but then the baptism of Moses was about the people in the old testament going toward the Red Sea. They were baptized into the Red Sea, which was the kind of salvation that came to them. Then there's the baptism of Noah, so here you speak about Noah's ark, or the eight that were saved in Noah's ark. They were saved through baptism. Peter mentioned it. My time is almost up. Peter mentioned it. So I've given you all figures, the figures and the typologies of the baptisms. I've given you the actual sacrificial systems of the law, which comprise a lot of baptism. Baptisms using water, baptisms using uh, even the blood. Hallelujah. And then the days of Jesus. Jesus' disciples baptized. And before the cross, and then after, after the cross. But then the real baptism was what John B- the Baptist spoke about. He said, "For I indeed baptize you with what water? Again, unto what repentance? But he that comes after me, he is the one that baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire." Hallelujah. So now, that when you get a hold of all these shadows and all the experiences of the sacrificials they understand what they actually point to now have a glimpse of this this thing, like touch the revelation behind the one that is to come he is the one that will baptize with the holy ghost and with fire so now the purifying agent the cleansing agent is now a fire it's now the holy ghost time will not allow us to proceed into the fires and the all that but you understand that there's fire within you hallelujah there is there's a river of fire. Let me say river of fire. Let me not use another term. But then river that is tabernacle in your spirit. River that is tabernacle in your spirit. And he says that as it is in your spirit, let it flow out. It is the river or the fire rivers or the fire waters or the glassy flame waters of the spirit. He said, let it come alive. Be on fire. Be on fire for him. One minute more. Okay. So it's not the doctrine of baptisms and of the laying out of hands laying out of hands basically i spoke to you about uh the authority the impartations and all the things that are necessary for uh walk with god we've seen different different, different kinds of that from the days of moses even into our days and how the holy spirit was given as a result of the laying out of hands so many of you have received so many things as a result of the laying on offense, And all that you need is a stirring up and activation of what God has placed within you and of eternal judgment. When we speak of eternal judgment, we are talking about the righteousness of God prevailing. Hallelujah. We are talking about the judgment of God. It says that when the judgments of God are upon the earth, the inhabitants of the earth shall learn what righteousness. So there's a direct link of the judgment of God and the righteousness of God. And um, it's scriptural the judgment of God and righteousness of God. So hopefully we'll go into, into that very soon. He said, and this will we do if God permit. Then he started speaking about the other things I spoke to you about some time ago. He said, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened, for those who were once who have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of the Lord. And of the powers of the world to come if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance seeing they crucify to themselves the son of god are fresh and put into an open shame. all that he's trying to say is that your association your identification with the spirit of god or your identification with christ has so much to do with greater power dimensions of the ages to come Hallelujah. And here he was trying to make a statement that uh, if, if we would have to go through over all these things, or so we would, you would have to repent again and come over again, crucify the Son of God afresh, then you are missing it. Hallelujah. For it is actually impossible to renew such men again onto repentance, seeing what they crucified the Son of God afresh, and then bring him to an open shape. God wants us to come so much alive in him. He wants us to have that identification you see, what actually qualifies you to be a believer is His seal upon you. Hallelujah. There's a seal or, or there's the pledge of God on you. He has marked you. He said, He that is marked with the name of Christ or he that is named of Christ should depart from what iniquity. Meaning that your, meaning that your nature is compliance to the Spirit. Hallelujah. Conforming to the nature of the Spirit. Meaning that you are undergoing. The constant renewal, the constant changes, metamorphosis, transfigurations in Him. Let's be understanding. That is what God intends for us. He intends that we grow up into Him. You see, when you understand this, unfortunately I've not had time to really break things down the way I would want. Baptism is an identification like he said, You are identified with fire. He said, He makes His ministers. He said, His angels are they not ministering spirits? His ministers are they not flames of fire? You are identified by what? Fire. He himself is fire. His word is fire. His spirit is fire. And that you are made out of. How well do you identify? with the fire. Our little prayer this morning is that, Lord, let me understand my identity in you. It has always been the prayer of the Apostle Paul that he will get to the place. You know, God understands you and not even your messy nature. He understands your true divine origin. He understands your actual estate in him. Do you get it? And now he calls you to accent coming to the full comprehension of the way he has understood your entire being. Meaning that come to the, that place of agreement that you and God will profess and confess the truth about your being, about your nature. All because of the works that he has accomplished on the cross. An identification with him. A baptism into him. in the name of jesus that i will know you as you know him you'll discover your identity pre da <laughs> Pandu di 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 ikana na ba na shana na shana ra lipa pato shana na 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 repent la shana and all these things that I've been mentioned, oh Lord, maro shikete jipata la ba na ba ba shana na ba na ba ra shana identify with him and come into the place of comprehension and understanding that it is only him that matters therefore my meat will be to do the will of him that sent me that my meat is to find myself compliant to the will of God in the name of Jesus that if I live, I live unto God That if I offer myself, I offer myself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to him in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Baba shanda limpanda laba da baba shadeha ripanda di atara baba king for boston tadib repanda da dala baba shabanda da dala baba repanda da dala baba ra kada rabata baba shanda da dala baba rabanda da dala baba repanda da dala baba shabanda shala bala baba zata shabandi Oh, that I will know him, that I will know him, that I will know him. Perfection is his goal, maturity is his goal. That will be formed up in him. Name Rosoto, remind the Ishabela. Beh, abandon the mikata, abandon the mikepi, abandon the idala. Badala babusha, badala badala babab. Repent, badala babab. Regenerate, In the name of Jesus, atala badala kaburu musata, badala bashanda. In the name of Jesus, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the truth of your word that has come alive in us. We thank you for the realities of the life of Jesus and all the works that he accomplished for us. We thank you for the truth revealed concerning the very foundational principles of spiritual advancement. And we thank God that these things are perfected and complete in us. In the name of Jesus, we lack not the spirit of revelation. Lord, we pray that our senses, our senses will be activated, spiritual senses will be activated. That we will know you more, that our eyes will be open to the realms of the spirit, that our eyes will be open to the reality of all that you have accomplished for us. Lord, we want to become all that you have predestined us to become in you. Lord, we pray that be an words, consciousness of the will of God. Lord, predominate dominate our entire pain. Dominate our pain. Take absolute control over our spirit, souls, and body. And make the reality of the last Adam alive in us. You said, as we are born, the image of the first Adam, so shall we bear. The image and the beauty and the glory and the life of our Lord Jesus. We thank you for activating your spirit within us and bringing us again into the place of zeal, the place of fire, the place of wholeness in you. We thank you for the will of God at work in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Give a hand offering to the Lord.
1: Hallelujah. I want to close your eyes wherever you are. I want to stretch your hands towards the man of God, Pastor Simon. I want to say a word of prayer. That even as he has availed himself to teach us the word of God this morning, that the Lord will strengthen him, the Lord will grant him wisdom, the Lord himself will cause him to go far. I want to pray. Even for the man of God, Pastor Simon, in the name of Jesus, wherever you are, let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Haho di Malahati Nakatsu Zababa Bababan Zayanda 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 Zayandan Barabada Baba Raban Halabalaban Ha Sibele Besu Loputi Zele Pekalabalaban Zayantsu Zebiata Pabayat Zalabalabalaban Seantalabalabala Balababalu Synapaban Hidele Bay Hibeli Hibeli In the name of Jesus In the Name of Jesus In the Name of Jesus let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the opportunity given us. Our-